amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, living color. Yeah! We want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. This is Chris Castillo welcoming you once again to the one and only, often imitated but never duplicated, indie wrestling show. And I'm joined, as always, today by my tag team partner, Uncle Leroy Jr. How you feeling tonight, my brother? Wow, what up, what up, what up, man? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, you know, back here on this Wednesday. Wait, today is Wednesday, right? One of these today days, is, but yeah, I think uh, today is Wednesday. <laughs> You know, back at it, uh... All right, yeah, I'm here, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. And it's August 14, 2019, almost a year uh, for the Indie Wrestling Show on September 5th. It'll be our one-year anniversary. Uh, they said we couldn't do it, but we still here. And uh, before going forward, we wouldn't be here without our sponsors at Spotify, who give us this avenue to reach out to our thousands and thousands of fans out there and also the people on the flyer hybrid uh, wrestling school Gulf Coast Wrestling Academy and we're also endorsed by the Texas Wrestling Academy and those are the big boys of the wrestling school in Texas South Texas area at least now before we go forward we're going to bring on our, our guest Uncle Leroy but uh, some good news I'm healing up and I'm feeling better and thank you, everyone, again, for uh, reaching out to me and wishing me to get well soon. I appreciate that. Before getting forward, I want the listeners to know a little bit about Uncle Leroy Jr. It's a very simple question. Who were Uncle Leroy Jr., some of your favorite wrestlers growing up when you're watching wrestling? Just two or three of them. Maybe Hulk Hogan or 
I wasn't ready for me to be on interview. Like, uh, man, yeah, I guess uh, a couple of them, like somebody like that. Anybody like that you liked when you're growing up? Junkyard Dog. I know a few. I mean, we've been here before. I've said Ray Mysterio, Junkyard Dog, Ted DiBiase, uh, Jake the Snake, and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, I love all those. I love JYD. And a little known fact, uh, JYD had a son, and they got Junkyard Dog Jr. out there doing his thing with the chain and everything. So I thought that oh, was very wow. interesting. Yeah, for me, I like the Von Erichs, the Fabulous Freebirds, and uh, Midnight and Rock and Roll Express. But uh, at this time, we are going to – I'm going to play our next guest theme song, and then – um, we're going to bring Uncle Leroy is uh, our guest on the line right now no he's he's on he's on hold right now okay we can bring him on <laughs> All right, he's on there? I'm here okay. All right, I'm going to play you a song for our special guest. One thing. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, he hails from San Antonio, Texas. But now he's announcing out of Laredo, Texas. He's announced for several professional boxing organizations, mixed martial arts associations, and several wrestling, pro wrestling, independent wrestling promotions all over the United States of America. And we tonight are lucky to have and we're welcoming professional combat sports announcer Christian Smith. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I just want to say thanks so much. Uh, Chris Castillo, Uncle Leroy Jr., uh, y'all been doing great stuff on Any Wrestling Nation. The shows, I've, I think I've listened to every single one of them. So what a privilege it is to be here with you guys. It's time for the action in the main attraction, baby. The action in the main attraction. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Now, before we get forward on the interview with you tonight, and thank you for being here, we have a little tradition here at the Andy Russell's show. And if you could please uh, say hello to my co-host, Uncle Leroy Jr. What's going on, Uncle Leroy Jr.? Pleasure to be here, man. Oh, man, look, you've already won me over. You listen to shows. You come here with this great announcer voice. Man, you know we love you on the Indie Wrestling Show. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. All right, that's right. And uh, thank you for getting Uncle Leroy Jr.'s name right. A lot of our guests, uh, they don't they get it wrong for some reason. Uh, before <laughs> we get started, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Uncle Leroy Jr. When you were growing up, is there any wrestlers you enjoyed watching when you were like a kid, like 10, 13 years old? Um, that's right when I started to, I mean, when I really fell in love with wrestling, it was about 1990 when I was 11 years old. And I have fond memories of watching SummerSlam 1990, where pretty much, well, maybe maybe it was my favorite match of all time when it was the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich versus Mr. Perfect. Um, I just I remember watching that, and, and and I even grew to have more appreciation um, when I was older. Um, then the main event, 
was uh, it was like two main events. It was Earthquake versus Hulk Hogan, and it was Ultimate Warrior uh, versus Rick Rude in a steel cage. Oh, it was just an awesome event. Um, so to answer the question, stereotypically, um, my favorite was Hulk Hogan because he had the ability to tell a story, the charisma that he had, and sometimes he gets knocked for his wrestling ability, but I thought that his timing in the ring, how he carried himself, whatever, it, it was it was just fantastic. It was awesome. He wasn't the most athletic, but he, um, just a show that he put on and what he did for the business, uh, he would be my favorite of that time period. Um, some of the others, well, like I said, uh, Terry Von Erich and, and uh, uh, you know, Mr. Perfect were up there. Rick Rude uh, just would, would kill it up there with his, with his, his bad guy character. Um, a non-wrestler, Bobby DeBrain Heenan, by how so witty he was. Um, and and his, his bad guy commentating, I hated him at the time. But yeah. I, mean, I grew to respect him um, so much after that. Uh, Tito Santana, a million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And then occasionally when I flipped the channel um, to the other guys, um, who where I lived in San Antonio, um, it was almost all we ever got was WWF. Um, on WCW, it had to be, you know, Ric Flair. Um, and okay. the Four Horsemen, Arn Anderson, Sting, the Steiner Brothers, Harlem Heat, those guys. So, um, I mean, yeah, that, that, that would be my, my answer for wide array, wide array of wrestlers there. Now I'll get right into our Andy Wrestling Show interview of the week. So, Question number one, what made you want to be a sports announcer, and do you have any background working in public communication? That's a good question. I don't think really anybody who's an announcer sets out to be an announcer because it's so there's so few opportunities to do it. Um, so it's usually like, in my case, you know, I got I was lucky enough to, to come aboard um when when uh Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy they, they had a TWA when that split off into kind of two factions, Ray the Voice, he allowed me to be like a manager at the time and then um I don't even remember the first time I, I announced. I think it was just because I was I was floating around, there was a lot of independent promotions in the San Antonio area at the time and um I just kinda think like it was like well, hey, do you want to announce today, or can you do this? And I was like, yeah. And I think that's the story with a lot of the announcers. It's it's just like you were doing something else, or you were running sound, or you had this role, or maybe you were a wrestler that got injured, or a ref or something, and um, that's how you fell into the role of, of being an announcer. Asking for me. Interesting. So a question off the, off the chart here. Um, What's the smallest crowd you've wrestled for, and what's the biggest crowd? I mean, I mean, you've announced for. What's the biggest crowd you've announced for before? Um, I mean, the smallest. Uh, it would probably be like I don't know, five or ten people at like a festival show where like, um, you know, there's other things going on and it was getting dark. Um, the 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 biggest. Um, man, I don't know. Um, the boxing and the and the MMA shows um, are, you know, they can draw up to 2,000 people if if you want to count that. Um, indie show wise, probably about 
maybe 400 people, 500 people on probably like the biggest I ever did. So, yeah. Wow. So being that you're born and raised in the Alamo City, home of the Spurs, San Antonio, Texas, home of the famed Texas Wrestling Academy and my good friend, Rudy Boy Gonzalez, uh, have you announced for any promotion in San Antonio? Uh, and what were some of your wrestling influences up there? Well, um, I mean, several. Uh, uh, I, I, I've, uh, um, I mean, my main influence uh, was the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. And, and like, when I really fell in love with wrestling in the late 90s, um, he had D-Generation X. And, I mean, he was just, I mean, the man. And, and still is. And when I was 21, this was back in the year 2000, uh, HBK had wrestled Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 14. And HBK hurt his back. And so he, at the time, retired. Um, I'm hold you and when you say HBK, you mean, like, what's that then? Just for our listeners. Shawn Michaels. Heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay, okay. Right. And um, okay. he had retired and started a school called the Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy in San Antonio. And, uh-huh. I mean, if you wanted to ever be in wrestling at the time, I mean, it was golden. And, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, this guy just headlined WrestleMania, and he starts a school. So he started the school in San Antonio. It was on the west side of San Antonio. And I had a TV show um, on a cable, uh, a legit cable TV show um, called The Edge. And uh, we would just have, like, guests on it, like celebrities around town. And one day at the Fiesta Ballroom in Seguin, he was having an autograph signing, and I got his contact information with his lawyer. And his lawyer organized an interview, and I drove to uh, the old gym. It was on Martin Street, I remember. I was so excited, so excited to meet HBK. Um, and it was like a, it was like a building where on the bottom there was a, there was a Mexican restaurant, and then on the top, it was his gym. And I remember I walked up, and there was two rings and and weight equipment and stuff like that. And there was two people in there when I got there. Um, I got there with my producer, and I just remember walking in and seeing HBK, Sean, doing something with the windows, and I was like, okay, calm down, calm down. Um, and then the the other guy that was in there was Rudy Boy Gonzalez. And um, it's funny. I, I like to tell this story because I've had a, a good relationship with RBG, Rudy Boy, now 10, 20 years. And at the time, you know, I didn't, I, I'd seen him at a TWA show at Far West Rodeo, do a run out, and I, and I kind of recognized him, but he, he was doing something with the lights that day. And I sat there and I got to talk to Shawn Michaels for like four hours. We just chatted. Four he hours. was so nice. And I could not, be, I mean, I was, I was trying so hard not to be too much of a fan, which I guess what we would call marking out today, which I did. Um, I couldn't help it. I mean, he talked to me about working with Mike Tyson and, and, and speaking for Dare and how he felt about personal relationships with um, some of the wrestlers, that some things good, some things bad. Um, but he was so caring and nice, and he didn't have to be that way to me. I was, I was shocked. He even did, well, almost did sweet shame news for me. You can see that on my Facebook page. But um, yes, I was just overwhelmed. It was awesome. Um, just the whole experience, and, and yeah, it was, it was definitely not something I would never forget. And then that, when we did the show, we recorded it, 
and um, it was a 30-minute interview, and a lot of people saw it, um, and that's how I got to know the indie wrestling scene in San Antonio because people saw the show, and then they saw my face, and that's how I got basically brought in. And speaking of that, about announcing, that gives my next question. What is the difference between announcing for a boxing or an MMA crowd compared to a professional wrestling crowd? That's, a, that's another good question. Um, the wrestling is more laid back. Um, in the state of Texas, if you have a MMA or a boxing show, it has to be sanctioned by the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulations. So there's more rules you have to abide by. Pro wrestling, like I said, in Texas, does not. you don't have to be sanctioned like that. So you have all kinds of officials at a boxing and an MMA event, um, and it's just more punctual. It's more strict. And, I mean, you, you can't be by the ring or the cage at boxing or MMA without permission. Uh, pro wrestling, you know, it, it can be strict as well, but not as much like 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 with as far as officials go and no, stuff like that. Structure. Okay. Before yeah. I get to my final question, how can say a promoter like they're gonna have a next professional event? How can a promoter contact you for their uh, boxing, MMA, or wrestling event? Well, I'm really easy to find on Facebook, and just search Christian Schmidt. Um, you know, maybe type in Lareda and you'll see a picture of me in my blue tuxedo and, um, I'll have the microphone are uh, really easy to find. Um, I welcome everybody to, you know, contact me or add me or, or, or send me an inbox. And I mean, I love to talk to fans that just share the passion. I love boxing, wrestling, MMA. I mean, it's the most exciting. I mean, I love them all equally. Um, for what they are, and and and, uh, and I would I would always love to help promote and preserve uh, the passions that I mentioned. And speaking of promoting, I heard there's this uh, competition coming up in Laredo, Texas, the Gateway City. Uh, can you tell me about this event coming up in September? What's that all about that you're involved with? Well, it's really exciting. It's called um, Tough Texas Outlaw Fight Fest, spelled T O. F S and it's a tough man competition. In a lot of us in the nineties we were exce- we, we, we were very used to, to seeing that yellow ring and um it was not professionals, it was just tough guys and even tough girls. And what you do is you sign up, you can find us on Facebook, it's T O S F space T E X A N Tough Texan. Contact promoter David Leal. Um and he'll be happy to get you involved. Um, you do have to, it is state sanctioned, STABA sanctioned. Um, USA Boxing is very much involved. And you have to get screened if you want to fight. I'm the announcer. We're going to be having a two day event the first weekend, first Friday and Saturday in September at Life Downs Pavilion at the Pavilion Center. And, um, we're going to have a lot of exciting stuff. The first event we had back in March, we had Butterbean, the Butterbean, the iconic man Butterbean uh, came in, and uh, he, he was a part of the event. And then we also have uh, former world champion and boxing hall of famer Orlando Canizales, 
uh, involved with us as well. So anybody that wants to get involved, contact David Leal. That sounds like a very exciting event. And um, I thank you for being on here tonight. It was awesome uh, going over those stories talking about Shawn Michaels, Orlando Gonzalez, and Barbados, and Antonio. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Uncle Leroy Jr., you have any message or shout-out to our guests tonight? No, no, it was uh, you know it was great. I I was down in San Antonio and I had the opportunity not just past a couple weekends ago. It was pretty cool down there. Shout out to San Antonio, but um, I was at an MMA fight uh, last year and it was insane. You know, you like because it's you feel the testosterone when you walk in. Now you don't have to go down to the cage. So as an announcer, oh, yeah. do you ever feel threatened, like you know, by some of the uh, fights? Well, fighters. Um, uh. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's a really good question. Um, by the fighters, um, not necessarily. See, I'm glad you asked that. But I have at times been handed the decision because one of the parts that I enjoy the most um, is I get to know who won, lost. I know the results before everybody else knows right. the results of what happened. And they hand me the, the scorecard. And, you know, nine times out of ten, everybody knows who won. But there's some times when the person who was a hometown fighter did not win and everybody's mm-hmm. in a great mood. Um, and, and, and it's happened to me more than once where I, I, I look at the result and I, and I have to um, – sometimes I've even questioned the commissioner, Big Greg. It's, it's, it's rare, but um, uh, I, I – I re- recall this one time when Mandy Fuentes was fighting Eileen Olszewski for a world title, WBC world title in Laredo a couple years ago. And it was a very exciting fight. And Mandy appeared as though she won and she was going to be the first world champion, boxing world champion from Laredo. Um, oh, wow. Since Orlando County Ellis. And everybody was so excited. And I got handed the results and it said the other fighter, Eileen Olszewski, she was from New York, had won a fight barely. And, and what happened was they handed me the result, and I even had to check it with one of the officials, and it just goes, just go up there. And so on my way up to the ring, I started hearing, and the new, and the new, and everybody was so excited to say, and the new. <laughs> and wow. I was like, okay, okay, this isn't going to go over very well. And, uh, and I, I, I have a good relationship with Mandy, um, so it kind of broke my heart to say it. But um, but not not um, threatened by the fighters because they all know. I mean, there, there are times when it gets really intense um, yes. because emotions do boil over, but they boil over towards um, the judge. I mean, that happened in uh, Mobile, Alabama. Uh, there there was a couple of fighters that um, there was I think two fights where they thought it was a, a, a premature call, which I always defend the the referees in there because it's their job to keep the fighters safe or, or the judges, um, uh, you know, in certain places that I've been, I mean, they, they, I, I can feel that tension and it immediately mm-hmm. goes to being a judge or a referee. I mean, I'll tell you what, I admire what they do, but that is a job I never want. <laughs> right. Because you do your job right. And nobody cares. You mm-hmm. well, you can still do your job right. Right, there we and go. everybody Pissed hates off. you. And <laughs> I, my heart goes out 
for these guys sometimes when everybody's, I mean, calling you some nasty names in an arena full of people, and, and I mean, you're just doing your job because, mm-hmm. uh, let's face it, as, as much as I don't want this to happen, you can die in there. Correct. Yeah. And it's these guys' job to stop it before it gets to that point. So that's why every time, you know, if I see a referee get booed right out of the ring or the cage, I pull him to the side and say, you made the right choice. I mean, I, I, wow. I, I well, so yeah, go ahead, Chris. I was going to tell you before yeah, we let you go, right. I'm going to ask you for a, for a, a favor. If you could do announcer voice and say to the people, uh, this is Christian Smith and you're listening to the one and only, uh, and well, you're listening to any wrestling show with Uncle Leroy Jr. and Chris Castillo, something like that. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, hold on. <clears throat> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Indie Wrestling Show with Chris Castillo and Uncle Leroy Jr. Tell everybody in the city, tell everybody in the town that it's about to go down. Yeah, thank you very much, Mr. Smith. It was great having you as a guest. And uh, we're going to go ahead and thank you, Crystal, for being on the show. We're going to let him go. And uh, we're not going to go to break. We're going to go straight to our closing of uh, Indie Wrestling Show. Wanted to uh, chance to say thank you to everyone from Sports Talk with Friends and Spotify. And of course, thank you to the great Uncle Leroy Jr. Thank you, sir. And no also, problem. Uh, Coming out tonight, we're going to have a new flyer for our show from Monster Multimedia. Thank you to Rick Carrillo, a great graphic artist out there. And big announcement next week, we're going to be joined by WWE's NXT's own El Chingon, Max Castellanos from Texas Wrestling Entertainment. He will be on the air with us. And that's all I got for this week. And everyone, stay tuned because next week, the Indie Wrestling Show will be back. Good night for me and Uncle Leroy Jr. is Chris Castillo saying see you next week. You're in the mix with the DJ always banging the real hip hop. I don't follow rules and they don't like that. I was skipping school to get my sack right. My girl hit me and asked my own text back. My dog got out of prison and went right back. These brand new don't step on my belligerence. I'ma hit that if she let me. They don't like how I talk back. Cut it out, my wrist will puddle drippin' 42, I'm steady sippin', yeah, I'm on and I'm off that Yeah, these brand new don't step on my balances I'ma hit that if she let me, they don't like how I talk that Yeah, cut it out, my wrist will puddle drippin' 42, I'm steady sippin', yeah, I'm on and I'm off that Yeah, yeah, I don't follow rules and they don't like that Hit the club with wife, he brought a dime back Yeah, hit the three twice and ran it right back I'm only here tonight cause in the morning got a flight back Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free any time, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.